elsewhere. All our rational tone intervals have been known and calculated. But rational harmonious music, both counterpoint and harmony, formation of the tone material on the basis of three triads within the harmonic third, our chromatics and enharmonics, not interpreted in terms of space, but since the Renaissance of harmony, our orchestra with its string quartet as a nucleus, and the organization of ensembles of wind instruments, our bass accompaniment, our system of notation which has made possible the composition and production of modern musical works, and thus their very survival, our sonatas, symphonies, operas, and finally, as means to all these, our fundamental instruments, the organ, piano, violin, etc. All these things are known only in the Occident, although program music, tone poetry, alteration of tones and chromatics, have existed in various musical traditions as means of expression. In architecture, pointed arches have been used elsewhere as a means of decoration, in antiquity and in Asia. Presumably the combination of pointed arch and cross-arched vault was not unknown in the Orient, but the rational use of the Gothic vault as a means of distributing pressure and of roofing spaces of all forms and above all is the constructive principle of great monumental buildings and the foundation of a style extending to sculpture and painting, such as that created by our Middle Ages, does not occur elsewhere. The tactical basis of our architecture came from the Orient, but the Orient lacked that solution of the problem of the dome and that type of classical rationalization of all art in painting by the rational utilization of lines and spatial perspective which the Renaissance created for us. There was printing in China, but a printed literature designed only for print and only possible through it, and above all the press and periodicals, have appeared only in the Occident. Institutions of higher education of all possible types, even some superficially similar to our universities, or at least academies, have existed, China, Islam, but a rational, systematic, and specialized pursuit of science, with trained and specialized personnel, has only existed in the West in a sense at all approaching its present dominant place in our culture. Above all is this true of the trained official, the pillar of both the modern state and of the economic life of the West. He forms a type of which there have heretofore only been suggestions, which have never remotely approached its present importance for the social order. Of course, the official, even the specialized official, is a very old constituent of the most various societies. But no country and no age has ever experienced, in the same sense as the modern Occident, the absolute and complete dependence of its whole existence, of the political, technical, and economic conditions of its life, on a specially trained organization of officials. The most important functions of the everyday life of society have come to be in the hands of technically, commercially, and above all, legally trained government officials. Organization of political and social groups in feudal classes has been common. But even the feudal state of rex ex regnum, in the Western sense, has only been known to our culture. Even more are parliaments of periodically elected representatives with government by demagogues and party leaders as ministers responsible to the parliaments, peculiar to us, 
although there have, of course, been parties in the sense of organizations for exerting influence and gaining control of political power all over the world. In fact, the state itself, in the sense of a political association with a rational written constitution, rationally ordained law, and an administration bound to rational rules or laws administered by trained officials, is known in this combination of characteristics only in the Occident, despite all other approaches to it. And the same is true of the most fateful force in our modern life, capitalism. The impulse to acquisition, pursuit of gain, of money, of the greatest possible amount of money, has in itself nothing to do with capitalism. This impulse exists and has existed among waiters, physicians, coachmen, artists, prostitutes, dishonest officials, soldiers, nobles, crusaders, gamblers, and beggars. One may say that it has been common to all sorts and conditions of men at all.